The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the mu- best music. HGB. You're listening. HGB. Being a superhero is bad for your health. Now that you're here, why don't you stay a while? The coffee's all brewing here on Carla's Coffee House, HGB Canada. Stick around, we're going to have a good time tonight. Again with Carla's Coffee House, and this is Carla with you tonight here on HGB Canada, and we're glad that you could join us. We have a very special guest on tonight. Tonight we're going to have Wesley Sprangler, and he is a country artist. If you like your traditional country music, if you like the new country music, I think you're going to like Wesley. He has uh, he has a great ver- uh, variety in his music. We're going to play a track by Wesley here, and uh, this one here is called Brand New old good old come on we can get her right can't we it's been a day like that brand new good old days see if you read it one word at a time you can build a sentence so brand new good old days by wesley sprangler we're going to get a hold of wesley just after this song Me and my buddy sitting at the bar Talking about the good times in life so far Somebody said That was the best that we're gonna get I said now wait We ain't done yet There's still some memories waiting up ahead Let's raise our glasses high Toast the good times that went by Helped us make us who we are today Don't let our stories end Cause we ain't dead just yet, my friend Who we are is where we're at today Cause times like these On the brand new good old Drank our glasses down Left for home from that small town Thoughts of that night running through our heads Now we hang together more Cause life's still got a few things more For us to do and things we just can't quit We're gonna take Times that we can make Days we have right now, the ones that stick. So let's raise our glasses high, toast the good times that went by, helped us make us who we are today. Don't let our stories end, 
said, my friend, is who we are is where we're at today. It's times like these on the brand new good old days. So let's raise our glasses high, toast the good times that went by. Help us make us who we are today Don't let our stories end Cause we ain't dead just yet, my friend Cause who we are is where we're at today Cause times like these On the brand new good old days Cause times like on the brand new good old days 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 Wesley Sprangler with brand new good old days. We're going to give Wesley a call right now, see what he's up to. We're going to use Facebook Messenger. Does it make those cute sounds? No, I think it's I think it's Skype that makes those like doodly doodly doo 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 kind of sounds. Let's see if Wesley answers here. Doopa doo doo. Waiting on Wesley. Hi, Wesley. This is Carla from Carla's Coffee House. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm oh. just sitting here watching Jeopardy on something Hulu or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I roll. <laughs> so where are you sitting right now? Are you in the States? Are you in Canada? Where are you? Yes, I'm in the States and uh, currently in, in Maryland um, at my sister's house because when we Oh, what happened? that are nearby the venues that we perform at, or in this case, if it's close by my sister, I pop in and visit with her. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to, well. we're hoping that uh, this here thing works okay. It's kind of grumbling and mumbling a little bit, but uh, that's, right. that's Wi-Fi for you anyway. Now, Wesley, tell us a little bit about you, about your music career, how long you've been in it. Give us, give us a synopsis for us to start. All right, so uh, I guess overall I've been performing uh, since right out of high school. And then the actual band that I'm in, eight years ago. So we've been performing uh, primarily up and down the East Coast from about uh, New Jersey down to Florida. And primarily in the Delmarva area, which we call the Delaware, Maryland, uh, uh, Virginia. I include Pennsylvania and West Virginia in there as well. And I do perform in Tennessee as well, where I currently reside, and and all over wherever I can. Wow, that's awesome! Just book the show. Do you take a full yeah. band with you when you when you travel and tour? 
Uh, we do both. Uh, the bulk of the shows are full band shows, and I also do acoustic shows, acoustic shows. So it just depends on the venue and the budget and the time and the day and everything. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I know your music is really, uh, really good. How would you describe it as far as uh, country? Would you say it's new country? Are you mixing some old flavors in? What what, what do you call it? Yeah, I guess the, the songs I record, the majority of what I've, I've recorded so far is considered newer country, contemporary, newer country, some or pop country and such like that. Uh, I do have uh, one or two songs I've recorded that have a feel for the 90s style, like a new version of a 90s style country, 90s being arguably the most popular you know, decade in country to people that would go out to, uh, that would go out to see shows, you know, recent attendees. They would say, what's your favorite decade or whatever, and they'd say, oh, it's 90s country, we love 90s. I do have one or two that sound like really old school country from the 70s and such, but the majority are, are new current country. How do you find uh, country fans are today compared to when you when you started out in music? Has there been a big change in tastes or um, is, is there uh, a mixture? Yeah, it hasn't been that long since we started out, so it's pretty much the same. Um, the other thing I do notice in the last five years primarily uh, is the decline in attendance overall for every band in our area in bars. I'll still have high attendance at concerts, fairs, festivals, you know, special events, but the bar scene, I guess, across the, the board and for the majority of the country, in uh, United States speaking-wise, has, has dropped a little in attendance. Now, that's funny that you say that. in that It seems to be, and it's quite a phenomenon. I was just talking to a gentleman uh, yesterday who was saying uh, Canada has brought it in uh, new drinking and driving rules, and he said they're already taking a hit like the bars and whatnot in yes. the western half of Canada because it's going to make it very difficult for people to... Um, it, it, you'll just I, I, I don't want to get into the, the law of it at, at all, but... It's it's making it very difficult for people to, to go out, have a beer, even if it's just one beer, come home, you know, um, if they don't have public transportation. So it does, when, when those venues get hit, it does affect um, the artist because where are you going to play? Um, and there's yeah. not a lot of places to play anyway uh, up here. And what's it like for you down there? Is it the same way? Uh, we have plenty of venues and plenty of, uh, situations to perform at, especially if you go around Nashville and Tennessee. Yeah, Nashville on any given day, you have opportunities-wise when you count venues that have like ten or so performers a day. Because performing at like ten a.m. at a bar, you could sit there at ten a.m. on a Sunday morning with a beer in your hand, listen to a band, and then they'll run them till two or three in the morning. In some cases, probably I guess two would be the average, but you know factor that in a, a performer every three four hours you know there's what i've been told about two thousand opportunities a day to perform that's crazy you know? <laughs> oh yeah that's that's taking in the entire nashville and all the suburbs and well i believe it like i was to, i was to nashville so, briefly yeah, just that one area yeah yeah i was there briefly and i couldn't believe it it was just like on every corner and the bands were phenomenal it's like oh wow 
you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to bring it. I mean, they're they're being a little lax lately on the performers. But it used to be you go there and there's these performers performing all day and there's the, the top-notch, world-class musicians that are performing there. And lately I've seen it's been a little lax, like I say, in who can perform. Because I've seen some acts I'm like, wow, why are you here? Oh, is that right? On a particular day, you know, a certain song I'm listening to, you know, you do they do take requests. Everybody has their Nashville standards of about 40 or 50 songs. Everybody does down there. But there are always requests because you get a high turnover down there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you try a song that, you know, you're trying it for the person and it might not be your best song. So can't say, you know, that everybody down there shouldn't be down there. But there are a lot of opportunities to perform there. And, and in the East Coast where I perform at in my area, there's a lot of, of bars and situations to perform as well. So there's plenty of opportunities and... I think just mainly the bars have taken the hit. There's still plenty of concerts, festivals, fairs, carnivals, and stuff to perform at. So that's, at least that'll keep us going with stuff. But those are also events and uh, situations that are can be uh, outdoor activities, which can be 50-50 to perform. You know, rain comes in, you're not performing. So there's one date you got to scratch off your list. And those usually don't, you just can't come back the next day in some situations. You have to come back next year, so. Yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> it's. I guess you could say it's almost a little bit more competitive, wouldn't it be? Because there's less uh, opportun, more opportunities to play those types of things, but you do them less often. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Now you've you've kind of did. Am I wrong in this? But did you connect with a booking agency up here in Canada? Uh, yeah, I was speaking to uh, Jamie, if you know. Yeah. Jamie with uh, his his company, and and we're trying to work out something. He was he was he's working with another artist or two that I'm hearing uh, performs around the area. Them without people knowing who I am, it's a little tougher because most of the bars in your area I'm hearing are more of a draw issue. Yeah. You know, bring a crowd, we'll pay you. You know, and I'm down here, which I'm used to at my shows getting a guarantee. Yeah. So every every venue and every situation is different. So you got to go with the flow. So I'd, I'd still love to come up there anytime. I'll I'll try anything once, and I performed all over uh, this country. Uh, you know, different bars once or twice. And if it's promoted right, you can get your draw out there. You know, and especially with cool little radio stations like yours. Uh, helping out artists, putting their music on the radio there for people to hear, and then get some people's, you know, your songs in other people's ears that wouldn't normally have it in there, and they might just be the ones that show up at the show. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome, right? <laughs> yes, it would be. Yeah, it's it's um it's hard to to get uh, um, people's attention these days because there's so much coming at everybody. I I like the whole fact of internet radio because. You know, you can you can you can catch it when you want to on whatever means you want to. You don't have to be. Remember the old days? You had your favorite radio station. You drove away from it, and it's like, oh, yeah. that, okay, I now I got to go find another one that that's gonna you know satisfy my needs on my trip. <laughs> but the great uh, thing about the, internet is you could take it wherever you go. Yeah, what I was gonna say is I love the internet radio stations on average they'll play stuff that you know normally you wouldn't hear and they don't do like a lot of the iheart <laughs> excuse me radio stations do 
uh, play the same 10 songs all day long and you just get sick of hearing these fun, you know, yeah. same five songs every time you put on your radio station and then oh my goodness I mean they're great songs don't get me wrong but nobody wants to hear the same 10 songs all day long you gotta mix it up and a lot of the internet radio stations are playing more of a variety that's true that's that true and you know like if people were smart you know like um, certain him him uh, people you would <laughs> you wouldn't do it you would get you would leave it like you know remember the old cliffhangers you know those shows that left you wondering whatever happened to so-and-so's character because they didn't really end it like they didn't finish it they cliffhanged it and you know if you'd leave people wanting the song more or saying what was that song give them some mystery to go search it out that's what part of the fun was when I was growing up when there was more variety on the radio back then. It was like you heard this song and you had to go ask all your friends, did you hear that song? You know, it was a little bit about this or a little bit about that. And it was this big mystery hunt until you found it. Then it was like finding the pot of gold. Because remember, we used to have Columbia House and stuff like that. These papers that would come in the mail and you could order like... 20 cds for a dollar or something crazy oh wow yeah and then it would be like there's your artist right there and you would buy the whole tape for that one song <laughs> yeah and it wasn't too long ago where i was rifling through you know cds in in the record store you know and uh, i guess a lot of those have went out of business too but mm -hmm. yeah that was cool try to look up find up somebody and we would my, my friends i hung out with when we went to get cds we would look for basically the album cover if we had a cool album cover, we'd go buy it. Just see what it sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> scary in some cases. But that's a different way of doing it. But that's still important. You know, we were talking about that the other day with an artist. And, and we, we, you know, is it like, is album art important anymore or is it gone? And it is important. And I think it's swinging, he said. It's like swinging because, you know, when you had cassette tapes and you had CDs, like they're small. They're not like the big LPs you know, vinyls. So the album art, you know, kind of got squashed up and you couldn't really see it as well. But I remember the CDs, you know, that had inserts and you'd pull it out. It had band information in there and cool things that you could read, you know, and it, it was, it was a whole package back in those days. And I find that a lot of artists now have been telling me like they've got to stay relevant. And I, and I want you to speak on this a little bit where you, you know, you're touring and, and playing in a lot of areas, uh, it's hard for them to stay um, remembered or relevant if they're not constantly putting out a new song every two or three months, at least putting out a new track. Because there is yeah, so much, you know, grabbing for your attention. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. With, with this, what I'm uh, experiencing now is, I mean, you could be a great musician, go out there and put on a great show that's not enough you gotta hashtag this and you gotta have a you know a click going online or your social media numbers are just outrageous before people even take a notice mm -hmm. you know so i mean i mean kane brown for example well i mean nobody knew who it was and all of a sudden these youtube videos start popping up you know didn't i don't think play the, did a concert or a bar before then just sang in his house you got a following everybody wants that built in at least the labels do want this built-in following they bring them, you know, to your label or get just so they could distribute, uh, distribute, sorry, their uh, materials out to these people. But it's it's a whole different thing. 
nowadays, which is just crazy, but uh, it's just the way it is. So, I mean, we're concentrating now uh, with this year doing more videos than we've ever done, uh, doing more uh, online things where we get on podcasts, we get in on, you know, uh, online chats and stuff like this, or be like uh, really proactive in our social media posting and try to do it as best you can, not just junk. I mean, I'm not, there's some guys, you know, they're famous for just doing ridiculous videos and stuff too. And they're actually artists, but, uh, you gotta find what works for you. So we're honing in on trying to figure out, you know, what, what my niche is and what we do and try to bring our shows into our little videos that we'll promote the band with. So a lot of, a lot of back, uh, behind the scenes stuff going on lately, which is crazy, which I've kind of not been on social media last month or so as much as I normally have because we're doing all this, you know, meetings about this and talking about this and seeing what works. And then on, on top of that, trying to you know, get us a, another 20 songs worked up in the next month or two, cover songs and originals that, you know, were not in our show. So we can bring this 2019 fresh show to people. It's crazy. You just saying all that. And, and I, and I know exactly what you're talking about because it it's what it's like it's like the eight second memory we was talking about this uh mean another wonderful pop singer from toronto and it's like if you don't put that out there you're buried pretty quick you know people keep scrolling and then they go on to the next shiny object they see and they they kind of forget about you i mean you'll always have your loyal fan base you know there's always going to be those people that just love you and they're going to stay with you. You'll always get those fans. But to, to build enough in this day and age that I know for in, in our area, in Canada anyway, you know, you have to have quite a, um, it, it's got to be pretty varied because you can't just go to Atlantic Canada and hope to do a successful tour. You, you've got to hit Ontario. You've got to hit Quebec. You've got to hit out west because the way this country is, it goes across rather than down, you know, and, and to go to the States is expensive for a smaller act. And a lot of people don't realize that, that just listen to your music. They say, when are you coming to play in Canada? Or when are you going to come to the States and play? Well, there's tariffs involved in that. You know, you have to have, you know, a particular type of visa to play music in each other's countries it, it's complicated it's expensive and it's it's a real shame because i think it hurts um it hurts more like the, the like um your, your your height of artistry because we would love to have you in canada i know a bunch of people that would just they would go to your show you know if they got to know you they would go to your show and they would love it because your music it just speaks to them and you know it would be expensive for you to get here if you could not get a guarantee that that price would be covered, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think actually I looked it up and it's a little less expensive for me to go to Canada than Canada to come to me. But it's still money. Yeah, it's, it's, still, still... it's not free. I could drive up the street and perform at a bar, you know, this weekend for nothing, you know, or drive up to see, you know, you in your area and then, yeah, pay whatever the, the price is going to be to go do that. And then hope you recoup it. There's still, you know, people still got the mentality. Music's free. <laughs> yeah. yeah <bro. laughs> For who, man? For who? <laughs> yeah. 
So, Wesley, do you write all of your own my, songs? My always, Sorry about yeah, that. My, my bass player, my bass player goes on about something like, "We're paid to haul equipment." <laughs> the music's just secondary. So I forget what he says, but it's funny every time. He says, like almost every weekend, you know, we're already paid to haul equipment. Music's just a fun thing we do in between. <laughs> that is so uh, true. <laughs> it's funny. Now, do you guys, like, but, do you write your own music as an individual, or does your band get involved? How do, how's, how's your musical songwriting process go? Yeah, so, so, so far, all the songs that I've written and recorded – and these are all, all independent songs, by the way. There's no major labels involved in these songs. But the songs I've written, uh, 12 and 6, we got 18 songs uh, written and recorded. were all solely uh, written by me and pretty co-produced and produced by me. Uh, it's, and it's not a thing that I'm, I'm necessarily proud of. I'd love to have a, a, a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's just time to work with anybody one-on-one to write these songs with the amount of running around we do. Plus, you know, you have this crazy thing called a personal life, mm-hmm. uh, but, but just trying to make it work. So I, I finally got this one guy that I'm, I'm kind of working with via emails and, and text messages and such to try to, he wants me to help him write a song. So I'm you know, like, this will be like my first co-writing thing. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, it should be in the studio. I would say hopefully by the end of this month, so, so do you came out of recording another one? Do you even have a day job with all this? <laughs> oh no, this is all I do. Music, music's plenty. <laughs> my day job would get crazy. I have skills to to make monies if I choose to. Yes, <laughs> other than music, but from music is is uh, bread and butter. That's the thing that pays the bills, keeps gas in the in the van, and keeps going. Isn't it awesome? That is so good to hear. I always say that because yeah. I've seen, you know, artists that, that don't have a day job. I've seen artists that do have the day job and they do the music. And I'm like, where does your energy level come from? And do you ever sleep? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Now, there was something else that I wanted to, that, that crossed my mind. I wanted to ask one thing about this show is we don't, I don't plan ahead because I want the audience that's listening to get a sense of uh, the rawness of what I'm doing um, with artists. I also want them to get to know you. Um, Like I I was talking to JP Cormier was the guy that did my album. You you may have heard his name, may not have. Um, He was, he was a real mentor to me in this music stuff. And one of the things that he told me, he said, Carly, he said, you may not be the greatest singer in the world. He said, but it's your personality. He said, that's what's going to sell people on you. And do you find that um, that is, I guess, an important key um, to gaining your fans and to holding on to them? Do you, is Wesley uh, yeah. who you are, you know, and how do you have to brand Wesley for people to understand who you are and be drawn to you. Oh yeah. When we're performing a show, uh, my main goal is to have the entire audience included in what we do as in become a part of the music and how we perform it. And not only that with just the songs, but we do actually physically include people in some of the songs we do. We have little skits and gags. We do, you know, not too much, but just enough. Like we have this fun thing where we do um, a Rolling Stones song. 
uh, honky tonk woman. Oh, I love and that one. We get this case out, uh, and we get this case out, and have somebody open it. They open it, and there's a bunch of cowbells in there. <laughs> <laughs> then they pass them around, and the, you know, five or six people in the audience are playing cowbells to the song. And we teach them how to do it. You get them on the beat, and then cross fingers half the time they're off beat by the end of the song but it's still just a fun thing you know we have a little that and we have a little dance offs and stuff like this so trying to make it more of a show than just me performing to you know this group of people at a bar you know you want to take it to as high a level as you can i mean we're working up as we speak like another little uh show aspect that i don't think anybody else does and we'll post videos of it when we do it it's almost going to be uh, I, I, the only word to, to ex, uh, describe it would be theatrical. <laughs> you just have to see this new show if we can pull it off and make it work well. When we go out to this show, you're going to be like, "Wow, I didn't, I can't believe they're doing that in this show." You know, so it's, I, I, I mean, that's what I do. I, that's why I can't have a day job, I guess, because I'm sitting around on my brain all day trying to think of crazy things to do at shows. <laughs> and hopefully it works. I mean, just to have one person leave there with a smile on their face and say, man, that was fun, is the best compliment I could ever have in my life. You, you know, know, my I, job is to be your entertainer. Exactly. You know? you know, there's there's being a performer, then there's being an entertainer. And I think those who perform, that's great. But I think your your longevity is always going to come through entertainment because this world is heavy with burden. You know, people have hard times in their lives every day. It's a busy world. It's a stressful world. And that entertainment just lifts some of the burden off for that little while and gets you laughing and gets you, you know, excited and gets your mind off of the garbage that you have to go back to sooner or later, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah, do. We gotta give the the other half of the crowd something to do too. Half of them are just there to look at this, you know, guy in general or, or woman up there in general shaking their behind parts because they like them. They think they're very attractive. But what at the end of the day, what does that do? And they decide to make you look at an attractive person. The other person next to you may not like that. So let's give them something to do too. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like more of that. Yeah, that's, that's a very good perspective <laughs> there, Wesley. <laughs> So, you know what? I mean, God bless them, though. Either way. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, we need we need the variety for sure, and everybody's different, and they don't have the same taste. Now, if you're going to just sit back on your couch some night and you know have a brewski and you're going to listen to some music, who's some of the people that you like to listen to? Oh man, there's a variety for you. My goodness, I can listen to old school Metallica and Anthrax and Slayer one minute and listen to Michael Bublé. <laughs> I love Harry Connick Jr. too. So Michael Bublé and, and Harry Connick Jr. are two of my favorite vocalists out there. And then just listen to anybody and everybody. I listen to this band, uh, well, a few with just obscure bands. Uh, I'm trying to think of their name right now. Um, oh, the, eh, I wouldn't say them. Trying to think of that. This is whenever I try to narrow it down to a few, I get lost. Yeah. Because there's so many millions of names that pop into, you know, uh, my head. Like this band called the Squirrel Nut Zippers, and then there's this other band. It's like wow. All this like there's bands that, that are considered, or I consider them like cabaret rock. It's just weird. Uh, if you could imagine that, you could picture it in your head probably. But there's a lot of bands like that, and there's a lot of 
you know, uh, 80s, love the 80s, because even the sad songs are happy. <laughs> love, me, love me some 80s music. Now, don't get me wrong, I like 90s too, and that's primarily what I grew up listening to, but the, love the 80s, because it's always happy, happy music. Isn't that yeah. weird? I would never think, you know, 80s music depressed the crap out of me. I was like, when... You know, when John Cougar oh. came along, I was like, oh, yeah. thank God, somebody with a beat. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, everything was goodness. synthesized, and I just, I found synthesized music, de- that it depressed me. Even if it was upbeat. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what it oh, was. Oh, Yeah. Well, I guess girls don't want to just have fun after all. I guess, guess not, and I wasn't a big fan <laughs> of that, but guess what? I'll dance to it now. <laughs> there you go. Get your plaid shirt and- Rock that plaid shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Once you get into the 90s stuff, everybody had plaid shirt and they all hated their dads. Hey, my dad. Anyway. I know, and we were, I was wearing plaid in the 80s, man. I was. Work work boots, plaid, and a a ball cap, you know. You were ahead of your time. (laughs) I was. (laughs) (laughs) So when you, when you, um, you mentioned all this music, I noticed. You didn't really mention any country singers. Uh-huh. Nope. Uh, I, I don't listen to as much current country uh, as I guess I should. My I try to draw the, because I'm a songwriter primarily. Right. I try to draw my influence or get my influences from uh, every source that I could possibly get to. So I'll put in the pop station on 90% of the times. To see what's happening in their world, to see what can transfer over into my songs and make a good fit, that I can do like a crossover thing that would, you know, it's never going to be a song that I don't like or that I don't enjoy to write or have a good beat that I enjoy to listen to or, or create. It's just, I want something different. I'm always looking for something different. And, and this new country uh, lately, as you've noticed, pretty much is the same for 50% of the people out there, probably more. Yeah. I mean, granted, you do have your Chris Stapleton's and that stuff out there to give them that that almost Travis Tritt kind of traditional 90s feel. Uh, but the majority of pop country music that can cross over well for the bigger radio conglomerates or whatever you want to consider it, uh, that can cross over to, you know, uh, companies, these media companies, even more money. Um, and that's good. I mean, I definitely have some that can cross over and definitely have a pop country feel to some of mine, but I also do want to try to put my own stamp on it as well. If you weren't doing new country right now or, you know, creating your own sound in new country, what genre do you think if you could just go out and play whatever you wanted to play and it make you famous and money and good looking and everything to go with it, what would it be? (laughs) Uh, I'd probably be playing some kind of hardcore metal or something like that. Really, eh? I actually, I actually do, and I have presented this as a performance before. I do have an alter ego performer. My alter ego is Bubba W, which is a <laughs> hick hop act, which I do with country rap. You know, my my joke in when I would do some uh, country rap like Cole Ford or or like The Lax or something like that, or if we're doing whoever uh we'll call it it's our combination of country and rap and you get crap but it's all good right <laughs> but, but the, the Bubba w show is like it's a cross between country rap songs uh, uh some original country rap songs and some really really old school country like 70s or something like that you know so it's a weird 
thing that I'll put in there. And they're not rap versions of the old school. It's actually like old school, like Lay You Down by Conway Twitty, stuff like that. And it's like, well, just put that into that set. Uh, so I have that, but I'd, I'd say the metal because I grew up playing you know, harder rock and heavy metal stuff uh, as a teenager, and I just loved it. But I couldn't do it as well, you know. So I've almost given up. So this friend came by that you know was this karaoke singer guy. He wanted to sing country. He said, "Come on, it's easy," and it's not as easy as people think. But it was easier than playing you know pentatonic scales. I mean, oh, not pentatonic, but uh, what do you call it? Really hard uh, guitar scales for some of these metal songs out there yeah that, so it worked. that is fun that's that really funny you were like you know <laughs> basically metalhead and your buddy says hey man come sing country let's do some karaoke and you basically got sold oh yeah uh, but if you listen to our show our full show uh especially at the end when we do our big medley uh, you'll hear some of that metal sneak out <laughs> one of our medleys at the end uh that we do uh, has in our Sandman by Metallica. So it's like, it's got a little snippets of everything, Rocky Like a Hurricane by the uh, Scorpions and stuff like that. And it, it also has Ice Ice Baby in it. So, I mean, it's like, it's all over the place. You know, I think I'd really like to go to one of your shows for sure because I oh, like to. a lot of genres of music too. And that's, you'll see that on the station. Like, I don't, people like, are you just country? No, wait, you know, I try to keep it so it, you know, flows for people that listen because, and I try to keep it on a rotational time of day. So at least people will have some consistency to know what to expect um, when they tune in. But like, I, I can't say no to rock when rock is inside country and country's inside rock and, and that's inside yeah. blues and folk is influenced. You know, I, I do stay away from solely like bringing in hip hop and like, uh, like metal on its own for rotation because I, ha- I have to draw a line somewhere and I had to listen to what the people that were, you know, tuning into the station wanted. And they seem to have been the ones that designed the rotation, what, what they want. So that's how come this is set up this way. Are you still there? Oh, wait, just a minute. We lost him. We're calling him back. There we go. I think I lost you. Okay. There we go. Must have been a Wi-Fi drop. Okay. So go to our show, and you will hear everything from Merle Haggard to Conway Twitty to Megan Trainer to Bruno Mars to Metallica to the Scorpions to everything between the uh, Vanilla Ice and everything, and even uh, Bismarcky and, and Dude Baby Got Back to Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think we're all just, you know, one flavor. Yeah. What's that? I said definitely we're not just one flavor. Um, People, you can't put people in a box. Nobody likes vanilla. (laughs) For those people that like vanilla, then go for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You're getting a bad signal here for some reason. You can you still hear me? I don't me? know. Yeah, I'm still standing in the same spot. 
Yeah, it might could be on my end too. I'm not sure. Do I need tinfoil on my head? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever helps. Well, you know, we are getting closer to the end of the show, so if we do get cut off, I don't want people not to know how to get a hold of you. Like what's your web page, what's your social media? Yeah. And give so us all that information. Oh yeah. LeeSpangler.com. You could subscribe to the website. We shoot you little emails out there to show you where we're at, what news, you know, happenings are going on. I'm never going to spam you. Never going to send you stupid stuff. Just put it out there. Just general information. You can also get a Facebook. We're on there. Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, everything basically. That's social media we're on. If we're not, message me and we'll get on it. Uh, there's so many things out there for platforms out there. Just let us know. There's uh, YouTube videos out there that uh, iTunes, Amazon, 30 some other you know uh, websites to download music and stream music as well. So yeah, just Google search the name Wesley Spangler and you'll find something. So where are you going to be playing next, Wesley? I'm playing this Friday night at Summit Tavern in Middleton, Delaware. And then we're doing a show uh saturday that's a good question i gotta look that up <laughs> i don't know until i'm there um, <laughs> <laughs> now we're, i'm doing an acoustic showcase uh set uh at doxa restaurant it's a bar in deal maryland you know and coming to a suburb of wherever you live in canada soon i'm sure oh gotta sure. be gotta be yeah <laughs> where where would the one place I should perform at if you were to suggest a venue to perform at in Canada? Where would you say? What's your go-to spot? For your kind of music, I think the Rock yeah. Pile in Toronto would be an awesome place. Or yeah. um, East Coast um, in London. I think not East Coast. Uh, East Side in London, Ontario. Yeah? Yeah. Now, is that within your earshot of your uh, radio uh, program that we're listening to now yeah i'd be about um probably a half an hour away from the rock pile in in toronto and i'm probably maybe a couple of hours from london but it's london's a beautiful little city and that venue over there is phenomenal so i'd make All the trip right. <laughs> yeah so y'all people of those two venues if you're hearing us out there you gotta request me and i'll come running Exactly. All you can do is say the name and I'm there. <laughs> Sounds like an 80s song, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'll play some 80s music there if you want. Okay. Some happy 80s music. Yes, I want to hear this happy friggin' 80s music. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Come on, there's plenty of, plenty of it. What's your favorite 80s tune? Come on, give it to me. My favorite, oh, um, Faith, George Michael, anything by George Michael. Really? Uh, Karma Chameleon, Karma Chameleon by Boy George, oh. come on, <laughs> gotta love it. My wife is a diehard Prince fan, so anything by Prince works in the household. That's so, so um, funny. Michael Jackson, can't go wrong with MJ, man, MJ's got everything. Oh yeah, he does, he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not the king for any other reason, but being just the best of what he does. Uh, I saw that documentary of his, too. So this is it. Awesome. I highly recommend that. You know, I, I, I was fascinated by the man's life. He was, he had such a life and, and my heart broke for him so many times, you know, and he had such oh, a yeah. positive attitude to get through what he was going through. Yep. That's a blown up ex uh, example of 
some of the many things that even us artists go out and you know and deal with on a on a much smaller scale but it's out there everybody deals with the same situations as he did in one aspect or another Mm -hmm. but yeah that's tough and a lot of people can get really affected by their uh situations but yeah just gotta press on and and use him as a role model and so many others out there that do the same and just you know it is possible to give your best plus more just do it just go out there and just be that yeah yeah i love anything but yeah george michael's top top one yeah i mean father figure i mean so many millions of uh i call millions but there's so many you know dozens of songs he's had they're all great love them love them there was one i was just trying to think with duran duran was that part of of that section yeah yeah duran duran was 80s minute work tons of stuff too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> work, yeah. And my friend, uh, my best friend Brian would tell you Devo was his go-to band. Devo? Yup. Oh my it. God, I got their album, man. Whip it. <laughs> yup. That is the stuff back in the 80s. So, I mean, there's so many. See, and all these, um, uh, naming, all had songs, right? So, look them up. Look them up. Happy 80s songs. Upbeat 80s songs. How I'm going to do that. I should, you know, I was thinking of putting out an album called Carlos Cartoons. Get it? Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so oh, maybe I'm you should put one I put Wesley's Happy 80s tunes. <laughs> there you go. When, not if, but when I come up there to perform in Canada, you're going to be at the show. I'm going to find somewhere in this world a cassette. I'm going to make you an 80s cassette mix. Oh, like, please do. <laughs> Please freaking do. I don't know I what you're going to play it. it on, but I'll make you a mixtape. <laughs> I actually got... It's going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy stuff right there. <laughs> and I still got a cassette player back in New Brunswick, you know? It's just oh, sitting there. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, it'll Mix play. Mixtape volume one. <laughs> yeah, happy. Happy stuff. There you go. Oh, and I found out, too, one of my... I mean, I have so many other hobbies besides music. One of them is astronomy. Uh, but one of them is... Um, and that's not astrology, astrology. Another one is uh, going to movies. I'm, I'm a big movie buff, and I've actually now in my uh, state of Maryland here, I'm actually the official movie reviewer for the Maryland Chronicle. So it's hilarious. I love it. It's like my little mini dream come true. Really? So you're How's reviewing movies? Movies. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I got to go. The next one up on the list is uh, Glass coming out. I get to go see it Thursday. So I'll do my review of that. Did you do a review on, what's that called that everybody's talking about, Blind Bird or something? <laughs> oh, Bird Box. Yeah, no, I didn't box. for this one. I just started with them. This will be the first one for them I'm doing now. I'm officially oh, now the person. Yeah, but uh, all these movies, I can, I can give you reviews on them if you want to hear them, but I just say enjoy the movie yourself. Now, if you want to hear my two bits, just like any of the other movie reviewers out there, take them with a grain of salt and just go out there and enjoy the movie yourself. I mean, yeah. movies are yeah. subjective. You know, just because a critic says they're good or bad doesn't mean anything. I think you should go see it for yourself. Absolutely, because taste is all in your mouth anyway, right? Exactly, I <laughs> suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how you should roll with it, yeah. Well, there's one more thing I want to ask you before we go to your next track and go off of uh, right. this show. Now, right. we were having a discussion on my personal Facebook page here the other day. And I said, this is like a cool question to ask somebody on the show is like where I come from in one in a spot in my spot in New Brunswick. 
There's certain sayings that will give me away if I'm in a different city in New Brunswick. They'll go, oh yeah, you're from this town because not only the accent, you said something really weird nobody else says. So like a saying of some sort, right? Um, okay. I think one of the people that was on my Facebook said, um, oh, what was it? Uh, shoot. Giver? Uh, no. Now, of course, under pressure, I can't remember it. But there's sayings. Sure. And, and one of the ones that I remember my grandfather always said, and I love it, and I've always said it, is she's a hard-looking ticket. Okay. And that just means that, you know, she's lived a really hard life. You can tell maybe she's a heavy drinker, heavy smoker, whatever. She's a hard-looking ticket. So from where you come from, where did you grow up? And what saying would give you away to the rest of the world? Oh, in Maryland, we got all kind of different, I guess, you know, it's called dialects, but different phrases. But um, from Maryland, if you're from Baltimore, Maryland, uh, I don't know if you've heard of that area, that yeah. city in Maryland. Well, most people that are, that, are, uh, that reside in Baltimore, we call it Balmer, for one, and they say hun a lot. So if you're at a restaurant and get some, here you no, no. Yep, up in Bulmer, up in Bulmer, we see horn. <laughs> so it's exactly how they say it. It's like weird. I didn't pick up that part of because I'm more of the Annapolis side of Maryland than Baltimore uh, part. So no, I didn't get that. In Tennessee, everybody's you know talking like this all the time. <laughs> but I got a little twang. But it's I think it's a Southern Maryland twang. We got a little twang going out in the Southern part of Maryland, and, and they do a Bulmer. Balmer. So, <laughs> they just yes, dropped B-A-L-M-E-R. a whole bunch of letters there, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess you see that. You, you expect them to do that in Tennessee, maybe now. Um, but yeah, Balmer is, is, yeah, that's that's a thing. See, With if somebody came up and said that to me, I wouldn't know what the hell they were saying. With You know, yeah. they said, like, if I was traveling through there and somebody said, you know, if I said, where the hell am I? And they say Balmer, I would not know I was in Baltimore. <laughs> Yeah, really. I don't know. I love it though. I love dialect and I love language, and I think it's so cool that you know you you, you could you can play with it. You know, it's fun. It keeps language alive and fun, right? Oh yeah. On one of my songs, my little phrase that I keep saying all the time, you know, so I, instead of like people would say, "Oh my goodness," I always say, "Oh my gravy." <laughs> <laughs> it's just something I've always said, and it, finally we caught that and put it on one of my songs. <laughs> This song I recorded called Girls and Alcohol. So it starts off, oh, my gravy. So <laughs> this is funny. It's on, it's on the internet. It's a thing. It's a thing. Hashtag, oh, my gravy. All I right. like it. So check it so check it out. But anyway, thanks. I mean, I appreciate you taking the time out. It's been a while here. This is a, a long, inter, or a long yeah, interview. Yeah, it is. Or I try to give a good but hour to, to give people a sense of the, the, roundness of, the roundness of you so that you're not a square and you're not a triangle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I think my I'm TV, tired. My sister's food here. I'm going to be around. She's a good dude. I'm going to be around as a tire. Well, what we're going to so. do, Wesley, is we're going to go out on the song that was tracking up our charts here. And that's the song, I Can't Even. And this one, oh, I, I th- think, has got a little bit more flair for, you can feel a little bit more of the traditional country in this song, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's going over really well on the station. 
And I want to thank you for taking the time to have a good time with me tonight and make my day. So thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Anytime. And I hope we do it again. So when you get some new music or you get some cool videos, send them on over and we'll make sure we get them up so everybody can get a feel of Wesley Sprangler. What do you say? Uh, absolutely. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Well, you have a great night and thanks so much for joining me here on Carlos Coffee House on HGB Canada. See ya. Okay, talk to you later. Bye now. Okay, now we're going to play Wesley's song, I Can't Even. Right here on HGB Canada. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. From end to end, the way this old truck sounds has gotten me worried. Boss man keeps me working late to buy this job. Ain't worth the pain, then I get home. Say, babe, how you doing? I can't even. I can't even get you on my mind when I'm at work.
Night 